0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her, go subscribe. Welcome back to the Snippets of Genius Podcast. I'm your hostess, Caroline Kaye, business and success coach, and you are in for today's solo show with me. It has been a wonderful series that I have really enjoyed. It's been all about making an impact. And the show did not go the way I expected. I had so many revelations from my guests, we got deep, we got vulnerable, people shared stories that I was not expecting. And so to follow on with this theme, today I'm going to share with you my own personal story of emotional impact that happened to me at the end of this summer. Okay, so it all started with a mini break. My partner and I, he's, he's an archaeologist, he's called Nico, we went off to southern Italy, And we were so freaking excited about this. I mean, my passion for the sea and adventure meant that, you know, going off to southern Italy was just a huge tick in the box, right? But what Nico had found for us was to go on this really amazing underwater adventure where this sunken city had essentially been preserved underwater just due to you know water rising but ultimately the city was just three meters below water so we could go and just with snorkels go check it out it's a city called Bayer it's not far from Naples we were so excited to go and this has all come off the back of Nico studying all summer to amplify his knowledge of you know new archaeological finds so it's Friday, we set off really early and it's it's three hours down the motorway from Rome where we live and we got there and we found this wonderful place in a place called Pozzuoli and there was sort of three key towns along the southern coast and we had a lovely super host, she clearly loved her beautiful home, it had a gorgeous garden out the back. I think it was two floors high, we were on the ground floor and yeah, it was all super nice and she basically told us about a restaurant we could go check out nearby and to be honest... Um, This was the first bad omen. We walked along down to this restaurant and I think we went the wrong way. It seemed a very long walk and not the prettiest or most scenic and we got there and she called it a lakeside restaurant. It was more like a swamp. Yeah, it was just, you know, a bit sea smell that you sometimes get. It's more like a pond smell. (laughs) it wasn't great the restaurant was busy but it was I don't know it didn't look clean and I'm kind of a bit big on clean right now so anyway we jumped back in the car and we we went off exploring anyway we found a lovely place we're overlooking the sea I had my beer in my hand things were starting to look up right until the second bad omen So we joined the first tour. This was one of many that Nico had organised for the event and it was so boring. I mean, I can't explain to you how terrible it was. I mean, I don't understand much Italian, but in the few words that I do, this guy just kept talking about how the walls and floors were sempre pulire and I was like, basically it means they're clean. All we're looking at is walls and floors, they're empty, it's boring, there's nothing to see. I was hating him more and more by the second and I just wanted to get out of there. So... We went home back to the Airbnb. We got changed. We went out. We went and found a trattoria, you know, just found the best thing on TripAdvisor. Oh, we went and we feasted. I mean, the guy was amazing. He just kept bringing us all the seafood. And compared to Rome prices, which if you're in the UK, that's like London prices, and you're suddenly somewhere at the end of the country and everything's super cheap. Oh my gosh, we had a feast. It was amazing. So we rolled home, back to the Airbnb, feeling full, feeling happy, had quite a bit of wine. And that's sort of when it all began. I woke up and it was dark outside. And and when I sort of looked around the room, we we had a fan going because there was no aircon in there. And it was just, I felt like I was suffocating. I just couldn't breathe, I was sweating, It was hot. I just needed to get out of there. And when I opened the door into the hallway, I was just greeted by this whoosh of fresh, cool air. And I walked down the corridor because the bathroom was just down the hall. And I had my my phone light because I couldn't figure out where the light switch was for the for the hallway. You know that classic. So I'm using my phone and I'm tiptoeing down the corridor and and I'm trying to find my bearings. And anyway, a minute or two later, I got back to the room and stepping back in the room was like that feeling when you jump off a plane and you're so excited to start your holiday and you just get this whoosh of hot air hit you it was like that it was so hot and I was like no 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 <laughs> no, no I can't cope with this so I thought okay I'm gonna leave the door ajar for a little while just to get some of this cool air in the corridor into the bedroom it seemed like a good idea because I couldn't open the window because we're one of those shutters that came down like a metal roller shutter and so to open that it would have made an incredible noise and it was two three o'clock in the morning so I, I sort of laid on the bed trying not to fall asleep my eyes are getting heavy and I'm definitely nodding off and and I felt a bit uncomfortable leaving the door open because it's a shared bathroom down the hallway right we're in a big house and other people could use it So I'm sort of falling asleep. I know I'm falling asleep, but I'm trying to keep like one eye on the door. I'm like, got to go do it. Just a couple more minutes, a couple more minutes. And then I see this light sort of dancing around in the corridor and I'm like, of course, it's one of the other guests doing the same thing I was doing heading off to the bathroom, right? And then definitely my eyes had closed a little bit and I just felt this presence in the room. And I opened my eyes to see the light that was dancing in the corridor had danced into our room. And there was a figure, he was, or she, I think it was a he, but the figure was all in black, had a baseball cap, had a hood up, and was making his way, I'm pretty sure it was a guy, was making his way towards the desk which had our keys, laptop, you know, everything on there. And I realized this was not a guest in a pajamas finding their way to the bathroom. This was somebody coming in to steal from us. And I just I sort of sat bolt upright and he froze and he looked at me and I sprung out of this bed and I was stood like as far to get myself as far away from him as I could. So I stood holding the bed frame and I was shaking. And I just let out the largest scream. I mean, I, I didn't know I had lungs on me this big, but I really screamed. And he turned on a sixpence and just ran. And I just continued to scream. And I was so, I was so scared. I, I was bending my knees, just, just screaming even louder. Just I just needed him to be not there. And my, my boyfriend was asleep. He had his earplugs in. He was completely oblivious to everything. And he sort of woke up half asleep. He's sort of saying, hey, hey, you okay? And I was like, no. And I'm screaming. And then I'm trying to communicate that there was someone there. I was like, there's someone there. And he's like, hey, no, it's okay. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There was someone in the room. And uh, the the owners of the Airbnb had come down the stairs and they were, you know, looking terrified because obviously I was screaming like a banshee. And they kind of walked into the room and they said, are you okay? And I was like, no, 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 Cocuno, qualcuno. And that must means someone, someone was here, qualcuno qui. And uh, and then they understood and they were like, <gasps> they gasped and they started running around the house searching for the intruder. And I'm shaking at this point and I'm sobbing and I'm just, just a mess. And everyone's speaking in Italian now, all the lights are on and... Apparently the bathroom window was open. The metal netting that was rolled down, that was there to protect, to stop animals coming in or going out. They had a cat. And the curtain was hung over the top of the shutter. Everything was wide open. And this was clearly where he'd come in and got out of the room. So, because I was starting to freaking doubt myself. I mean, I'm sat on this bed just freaking out, just going, Christ, was I dreaming? Did I just dream that? Did that just really happen? Because I just couldn't believe that this had happened to me. I mean, you know it's like a movie it was just like it you don't hear about these things about some a thief actually being in your room you hear about people getting robbed and I'm so sorry if any of you have experienced this it's a terrifying thing to know that someone's been in your house and been through your personal things but to see them in your room I hadn't even heard of that before because it was just terrifying you know absolutely terrifying and Nico at the time is like right we're going home <clears throat> come on. I'm like, no, we're not. We've had wine and it was a three hour drive back to Rome. We're not going home. We're going to stay here and go to sleep. Because I just couldn't really accept that it was happened. And the police had come round and he'd definitely gone and everyone had searched the house properly. And we locked all the doors, including the inner door, fan on full blast. But yeah, we we had sort of had a sleepless night, to be honest. But I'm so glad that I stayed because... I was determined to carry on and we had tickets we had this holiday planned I did not want someone stopping me and living small and in fear I feel like we've done that for over a year with COVID Do you know what I mean I just needed to be out I needed to be doing and I'm so glad we did we have memories that we'll have forever I saw the amazing city of fire underwater and it was just mega but you know it just the story doesn't end there you see because I got home and I really, it's like getting home should have felt better, right? I should have felt more safe. But I lay awake in bed and I just struggled to close my eyes. The slightest sound made me tense. Stories of what if kept racing through my mind and if they didn't, Nico would kindly say, can you imagine? No, please don't want to have that conversation. And it was, it was a really weird feeling that I couldn't shake. And the next day I felt super unsettled and just sort of really started to accept everything that's happened. And I had text messages from a friend and I'm walking and I just felt the tears filling my eyes. I just was not okay. You know, someone had been in that room and I'd pushed it down and I'd buried it deep and I'd determinedly had my good weekend. But now the fun and everything has ended I was just left with this tension and this anxiety and I knew that I had to deal with this head-on because this wasn't going to go away I definitely wasn't in the zone to do any work I definitely wasn't gonna you know be there holding space for others as I normally do as a coach so I picked up my phone and I called my sister which is uh, she's always a good listener and pretty much the whole way through, she, we were on a video call, obviously, and she had wide eyes and shock flashing across her face as I was telling her the story. And and when I finished, she simply said, what is it that you need? Because one of the reasons I was so upset would I'd already flown off the handle a couple of times to my partner in that morning, and, and I'd just been really on edge. And I said, I just, I feel like, I need people to listen to me. I feel like I'm not being heard and that I couldn't communicate in my own language what had gone on. Everyone thought I'd had a bad dream and was screaming because I'd had a nightmare, not because of something that actually happened. And I just need to feel understood. And once I recognised that actually it wasn't so much the event, it was this feeling of not being understood, not being heard that really was the problem for me. I could go home and I could have that conversation with my partner. I could sit him down and I could talk to him and that really eased a lot of tension between us a little bit more understanding a bit more clarity and then later i called a friend and she's actually a coach as well she's a wonderful wonderful human nat Lepeka. and i told her what happened and she obviously sat and listened and then she said you know honey you gotta let it out you gotta let it out you gotta scream you gotta cry if you need to punch a pillow that's what you gotta do it's about releasing it you gotta let it out and process what happened so I did that and felt a bit better, but you know, it felt like, okay, I've done some cathartic exercises, but I, and, I, and I've definitely had an open and honest conversation with my partner, which is always a great thing and that helps, but I needed some more support. And so it was the 1st of September when I joined Found and Flourish, which is a wonderful community of female entrepreneurs. And on the 1st of every month, they have something called a mental health check-in. And I've never really appreciated the full value of, something like this until now and now I know I just everybody should do it whether you've had a horrible scary event or whether you've been through some sort of trauma in your past or now but it's just actually if you're running a business and you've just got a million and one things on your plate you're spinning lots of plates you've got stresses you've got organizing travel in 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 COVID times you've got family your friends you've got all these other things happening around you that you're needing to manage and balance as well as running a business actually a lot of stress could be coming up for you. And this tools and techniques that I was taken through by a mental health first aider, let me recover so quickly. I got back to firing on all cylinders within days because I understood what the problems were, the underlying stresses, and I found my way to deal with them. I got my plan of action. And that's my biggest belief that for every challenge, there is a process to take action. And this gave me those tools. So I want all of you to take a moment to, yes, speak to family, speak to friends, but if this is something that's really building up to become too much, reach out and find a mental first aider. It's one of the best things I've ever done. Talking about it, coming to terms with it, exploring what the problems are, recognising there is a problem there. Definitely do the cathartic exercise that Nat recommended of scream, cry, shake, let it out. You know, rather than scream at someone, scream into a pillow. (laughs) But the biggest thing is taking those time to dig deeper into what is troubling you. Joining a community of people that, yes, of course, they're strangers and and they're not people I know, but they're people on the journey I'm going through. If you're a female entrepreneur, I highly recommend Found and Flourish. But if you are a different kind of entrepreneur or maybe you are in a career that's high profile and you're moving up the ladder, there will be a community with your name on it. Find those and join them. And keep checking in with yourself. I'm joining these mental health check-ins now every month. I'm building in more self-care every day so I can feel stronger, I can relieve those stresses and I can make sure that I'm moving forward and making the impact I want to make in this world. The biggest thing is allowing that magic to happen. And that's your magic. That's you bringing your special gifts into the world and sharing them with others. And if you're feeling trapped and scared and alone, you're not going to show up you're not going to be big and visible and full of energy and the positivity that you need to share your gifts so above all I hope you take this message that you don't have to be superhuman there are people out there who can help you there are tools and techniques that are by trained professionals proven to work and I am absolutely a champion for those now if you have had any experiences like this and you need someone to talk to or you'd just like me to guide you to a professional or a specialist that I've met along the way please do visit my website carolinek.co uh, there's a blog on there with some links into the Found and Flourish community and the profiles of the mental health therapists that are there too and I really hope that you get the support you need so you can move forward with more confidence more happiness and build that business you love and this is the end now of series three of the Snippets of Genius podcast we will be back in the new year until then, have a wonderful festive period. If you haven't started already, my tinsel's already up. <laughs> I am, I'm going big this Christmas, and make sure you do too. And let's jump into 2022 with a brand new series and some really exciting developments. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.